Mama's White Gravy, a podcast of nostalgic days gone, times remembered, sights, sounds, and smells of the past that many call the good old days. We hope that this podcast will give you a way of looking to the future while holding on to those good parts that came before. So here's Clyde McCulley, your host and author of The Boy on Shady Grove Road. I was just sitting here having some tea this morning and thinking about the old days when I was a teenager back in Benton, Arkansas, my little hometown uh, in my early teens. I remember when I was probably 12 years old, I used to like to go around to the three car dealerships in town. We had a Chrysler, a Ford, and a Chevrolet dealer. Uh, they would let me come, you know, the dealers uh, would let me come in and I'd open their doors and sit down in their cars and I love the smell of a new car. I think they must have sprayed something in those cars in those days because it always smelled the same. It didn't matter whether it was a Chevy, a Ford, or a Chrysler product. They always had that beautiful smell of a new car. When I was about uh, 14, so it had been about 1955, I said to my dad, Dad, I think that uh, I need to learn to drive. So. He got it, he had an old 47 Chevy that was kind of beaten up. So he took me out and onto the dirt roads around out in the country there. And we uh, started learning to drive. I had to learn to the ditches and uh, and also, you know, how to start it and stop it. And in those days, we had to use the clutch with the stick shift gear because very few cars in those days had an automatic at that time. I'm not sure if even any of them did, but maybe some of the more expensive ones did. So one day, uh, I turned 15 years old. And on that day, he said to me, he said, uh, Clyde, would you like to go into town with me? I'm going to go into town for a little while. And I said, sure. So on our way in, he said, you know, he said, he said, you turned 16 today now, and I think it's time for you to get your driver's license. What do you think? I kind of looked at him, and I was a little bit startled, and I thought, you know, he thinks I'm 16. I just turned 15 today. But, you know, he was 75 years old at that time. My mother was 20 years younger than him. I thought, he's just forgotten. He, he thinks I'm I'm 16 today, so I didn't say anything. I said, sure, I'd be happy to get my driver's license. So we went to the uh, courthouse in town, and that's where the motor vehicle division had their driver's license uh, set up. So we went in, and we walked up to the counter. There was a state trooper standing behind the counter, and my dad said, sir, I brought my boy in. I want to get him to take his driver's license test today, and I want him to get his driver's license. Well, the man looked at my dad and said, sir, is this boy 16 years old? And my dad said, well, I sure as hell would not have brought him down here if he wasn't 16. How would I have? And the trooper was kind of shocked, and he looked at him and he said, no, sir, I guess you wouldn't have brought him down if he wasn't 16. So he said, have you studied for the test? I said, well, not too much. But he said, well, why don't we give you a book? You go out and sit in the hall and read the read all the questions and, uh, and the answers, and then we'll give you the test. So they gave me the test. I sat out there at a little, at a little desk out in the hall and took the test and I passed. So then I had to take the driver's test. Well, that was of course kind of scary, but I passed that too. So on the way home, I said to my dad, I said, now Paul, I want to drive the car home today. So I did. And as we were driving uh, back out of town, we passed a used car dealer that had a 1947 Mercury uh, convertible. It was red and had nice chrome on it. And man, I looked at that car and I thought, Clyde would look good in that car. The girls would like to ride in this car with me. So I said to my dad, I'd really like to stop and buy that car. And my boss said, well, how much money you got? And I said, well, I saved $160 working at the Tasty Freeze, and I have that much, so let's stop and see how much the car is. Well, we went, pulled in. We went up to the car uh, salesman, and we said, sir, how much is that 
47 Mercury convertible out there in your lot? He said, it's $175. And so I said, well, I only have 160 in my dad said, well, I think I have a $5 bill in my wallet. So he pulled that out. And then my dad said to the dealer, he said, now, sir, this young man is a Christian boy. He said, he goes to church every week with his mama and he prays and he loves the Lord. And I know that you probably are a good Christian man too. And as a Christian salesman, I think you ought to consider giving this boy this car for $165 because he's a good boy and I know that you are a good Christian. And so anyway, he stopped at that. The man just looked at us and then said, just yes, give me a moment. He went back in his office and he came back out and he said, the Lord has touched me. He said, feels that we should give this boy this car for $165. My daddy said, praise Jesus. Well, he ain't gone to church in, I don't know, forever. But anyway, <laughs> we got the car for $165, and uh, and I was so happy. I took it home, and when we got home, my mama said, came out the car, and she said, what is this all about? What are you driving this car for? And Pa said, Clyde just bought this car. It's his new car. And she said, well, he doesn't even have his driver's license yet. He said, yes, he does. We got his driver's license today. She said, well, how did you do that? He's only 15 years old today. Well, Paul just looked at me, kind of stern-like, and I looked at him, and I thought, oh, boy, I'm in deep doo-doo now for sure. And Paul just kind of laughed, and he said, well, you know what? We tri we uh, tricked the trooper, and uh, he said we, well, we got the car. Paul, Clyde's got a beautiful new car now. Uh, he knew him anyway, and he said, uh, he's happy. We're happy. So it's, that's what it is, Mama. Well, Mama was unhappy, and she turned around and stalked back into the house. She, of course, got over it after a bit because she kind of liked riding the convertible with the top down, too. So anyway, a few weeks later, Paul and Albert were driving up the Little Rock Highway and, uh, to, and uh, on old Highway 67, US 67, and uh, I was passing a slow-moving car, and I was not able to get back into my lane before the yellow uh, streak, the, the yellow line came up, and which means you're supposed to be, cannot pass in it with the yellow line. Well, I... I pulled over, but I was crossing the yellow line as I got back into my lane. Well, would you believe here comes the trooper the other direction? He's coming toward us. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I just got my driver's license. I just got my nice car. And now I'm going to get a, a ticket. And uh, so I said, looked over to Paul. And I said, Paul, he's going to stop me, I'm sure. He's going to give me a ticket. So I looked in my rearview mirror, and sure enough, the police officer was turning around. And he came back, turned his red lights on, and uh, he started coming after me. Well... I pulled over off the road, of course, and my dad just looked at me and he said, I'll get you out of this jam. And I thought, how is he going to get me out of this jam? You know, I hope he doesn't embarrass me or something. So anyway, in those days, you were not supposed to stay in your car till the trooper came up to your car. You were supposed to get out of your car, show respect to him by walking back to his car. And so that's what I did. I walked back and he got out of his car and he said, son, I'm going to have to give you a ticket. You went, you uh, passed in a no passing zone. And I, I started to say something, you know, I was upset, he could see it. Well, all of a sudden, my dad uh, got, got out of the passenger side of the car, and he walked around to the back of the car, uh, you know, and he got right on the pavement, and he started unzipping his pants. Well, the trooper looked up, and he said, well, sir, sir, you cannot do that out here. He said, this is a public highway. You cannot do that. And uh, Paul said, well, let me tell you, when an old man has to piss, he has to piss, and I'm an old man, and I have to piss. And the trooper looked at me, and he said, he handed me drive, back my driver's license. He said, son, get your grandpa in the car. There's a service station just right up the road. Get him in there and get him up there before he wets his pants. 
So I said, thank you, the trooper, and I quickly walked back to my car and got in. When I got in the car, I looked at Paul and I said, Paul, do you really have to pee? And he said, no, I didn't have to pee, but said, I got you out of that jam, didn't I? <laughs> well, that's the way my Paul was. And so he sat back in his in the passenger seat, put his head back against the back of the seat, and uh, had a smile on his face. He was as proud as a cucumber that had just been chosen to be a pickle at the pickle plant. Be sure to go to our website, mamaswhitegravy.com, and uh, you can check out uh, our books and so that we have. And uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing you next time. Well, listen, folks, that's it for today. We, uh, we've had a great time with you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Uh, next time, we'll be talking about some more interesting things from the 1940s and 50s, from nostalgic days past, and from Mama's White Gravy, uh, Nostalgic Podcast Radio. Thanks so much. <laughs>